Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the Picture Book Look Podcast. I'm Kim Chafee. And I'm Kirstie Call. Together we'll share some of our favorite picture books and chat with their creators to explore the journey from story idea to bookshelf. We'd love you to join us as we take a picture book look. Feeling stuck in your creative journey? Needing to change your narrative? Everything you want is possible. As a therapist-trained life coach for creatives, I'm excited to help authors like you create clarity and build self-confidence so you can achieve your dreams. Kirstie can help you get the drama out of your life and into your art. Visit kirstiencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L.com and register for a free consultation today. Hooray! I can't wait for us to work together to get you where you want to be. Hey, Kim. Hey, Kirstie. I have a song stuck in my head. Did you put it there? What? (laughs) Of course I didn't. But what's the song? I'm curious. Don't stop believing. Hold Hold on on to to that feeling. feeling. Good song. Yes. Good song. It is a good song. I did song. not put it in your head. Okay, but it's fine. a good song. <laughs> Today we're talking about Earworm, written by Joe Knowles, illustrated by Galia Bernstein. I love all the songs in this book and the dances. The listeners can't see me right now, but I'm dancing. <laughs> yes, you are. I can see you. <laughs> Girl, you got moves. Love it. We're excited to talk with Joe, Galia, and their editor, Joan Powers, about this adorably fun story. Let's talk to the wing. I mean, let's talk. We're going to start with you, Joe. Can you tell us where did you get the idea for this story? It's kind of a funny story, actually. I woke up in the middle of the night and I couldn't sleep. And as is often the case, this is when I get all of the ideas for my books is like in the middle of the night. And I had this idea. So often when this happens, I used to get up and write it down. And then a friend of mine, actually Lisa Yee does this too. And she's always saying like, she can't even read her writing. And if it's a really good idea, you would remember it. So I stopped doing that. And I kept saying in my head over and over again, this idea about a little worm who gets a song stuck in his head. But I just decided it was too funny to risk it. So I got up and couldn't find a pen. And my husband was like, Joe, what are you doing? You know, it's the middle of the night. I'm like, I just, I have this idea. I have to write it down. He's like, okay, okay. And so in the morning I woke up 
And I remembered that I had gotten up and written this idea down and I was so excited to go find it. But then when I looked where I thought I had left it, there was nothing there. There was no notebook, no journal, nothing. Oh no. And I said to my husband, do you remember me coming back in the bedroom with my notebook? And he's like, what are you talking about? And I said, in the middle of the night, I got up and I wrote down my idea for this picture book. And he was like, Joe, you never did that. You never got up. Oh no. (laughs) So it was all a dream. (laughs) Yes. And so then he said, well, what was the idea about? And I couldn't remember. No. (laughs) So I was so upset because, you know, in my mind, it was so brilliant that it was the first thing I thought of when I woke up. Anyway, later on in that day, I kept trying to think about it. And I went for a walk. And as soon as I stepped into the woods, this idea of woodland creatures came to mind. And suddenly I remembered, earworm, about a worm who gets a song (laughs) stuck in his head. That's so funny. Uh, And so so I raced back home and I told my husband, I remember the idea. So long story, but that is how the idea came to be. That's a great story. So Joan, what was it about this story that made you want to acquire it? Well, I did hear the story from Joe, and that was intriguing in and of itself. This text was just there from the beginning. I mean, the rhythm was there. The cumulative story was there. The ideas for the woodland creatures. It wasn't the first picture book that you submitted to me, but it was <laughs> really, really together from the get-go. So that's always a joy. Yes, that's <laughs> yes, great. Indeed. What was your illustrator selection process like? Candlewick illustrator's selection process is fascinating. All the art directors and designers get copies of the preliminary manuscript and we set up a meeting and we all meet together in a big room with a big screen. Everybody comes with two or three suggestions. The art coordinator will pull up the websites or portfolios from all the different illustrators. Sometimes more than one person brings the same suggestion. And so then we narrow it down to one or two and we have a little chat about it and whatnot. And then we get it sometimes just to one, sometimes more than one. And then we submit it to the author for approval because authors always have approval of illustrator and that's how it went in this case so it's a really really fun process it's fascinating to see the different kinds of artists who are suggested for, and you know the book will be completely different depending on the choice that's made so right. through we right. got it right this time for sure yes. <laughs> yes yes oh my goodness yes so Galia what made you want to say yes to this project? There are usually two reasons why I say yes to a project. One is the first reaction to it uh, when I first read it, like my gut reaction to it, which was, yay, so much fun, (laughs) like big goofy (laughs) smile. And (laughs) this is kind of rare lately. I haven't been reading a lot of fun, happy books. There's some Mm. kind of sad book vibe in the air. I hope it's going to change. A reason I choose a book is, do I see myself illustrated? And usually it means that I immediately start illustrating it in my head. Like, oh, if I was the illustrator, I would do that and that. And this way I know that for sure that I want to do it. Yeah. That's great. Well, we're so glad that you said yes. It's absolutely adorable. Joe, we know you've written a lot of amazing YA and middle grade, but this is your first published picture book. Can you give us a look into what the writing process was like for this story? Well, I really didn't know what I was doing, but I just love the concept. I couldn't let go of it. And so I thought, okay, well, the mystery will be that he doesn't know where the song came from. And of course, he'll meet all these fun, wonderful woodland creatures on the way as he tries to figure out and they'll each have their own song. So that was like the idea. But then to write it, 
I couldn't believe I was actually writing somewhat rhyming picture book because everyone says, don't ever do that. <laughs> but there I was like coming up with these songs. And so my first step was I'm going to think about really fun dance moves. So my mom and my sister are both children's librarians. And so they do story times all the time. And so I knew in my head, this had to be a book that was fun to read out loud and also perhaps out of my comfort zone perform. <laughs> so I really did think about rhythm and beat to each of these things. So like, how would a bunny dance to hip hop? How would a fox do the foxtrot? And so the song had to match the beat to how many beats there are in a foxtrot so that in some crazy vision in my head, if this ever got published, I would be able to like figure out how to teach kids to do the foxtrot like the fox would. And so that was sort of- I love that idea. I, That's great. <laughs> so I kind of, I did it that way. I sort of picked the songs and then which animal, the bunny doing hip hop and the fox doing foxtrot, obvious, but then like what other animals might there be? And so, you know, just thinking of the owl doing the dog thing, it just all came like talk to the wing. I just, that's like my favorite line in the entire book. There was a lot of dancing in my living room, trying to come up with the rhythm of each song. And it was just really fun and joyful from the moment I started it. And I was just hopeful that Joan would feel the same way. Um, and I'm so glad she did. And I'm thrilled that Galia felt that way too. This is the first time we've seen each other or talked. So it's very exciting. And I just want to express my gratitude to her because I have the book next to me right now. Every time I even just peek over there, like I just get permagrin. I just love the illustration so much. They're just so darling and funny and they capture the joy of dance so beautifully. I mean, there's just this so wonderful true. sense of joy on each animal. I don't know how she did it, but it's like, it's just exactly what I envisioned. I'm just so happy that we found each other. As an illustrator, I react to the text. It's hard for me to go like all out if I don't like the text. Oh yeah, you inspired me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I think when I say the text was right there and spot on and all together, of course, after I saw your work, I thought, oh, now it really is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The animals just come alive with the words. I really loved this book. It is so fun. Joan, can you give us a look into what the editing process was like for the story? Well, like I said, there wasn't a whole lot to do. We did talk extensively about punctuation, if I recall, Joe. <laughs> and as we went through the various stages, it seems kind of crazy, but the placement of commas and the line breaks and the way that the different animals' songs came together was in some ways more detailed than the whole of it. A question came up, will children know what an earworm is? And the, of course we said, well, if they don't, you know, they do now. Yes, <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's exactly. part of the point. And it's always nice to, you know, expand your horizons and learn something new. And I think anybody who reads the book, if they didn't know, will know. And anybody who's already aware of that will find it an incredibly clever idea. Indeed. Absolutely. Yes. Galia, we, as you know, we are in love with your illustrations. Can you give us a look into your illustration process for this book? So I'm an animal illustrator. I sometimes get typecast as an animal illustrator. I can draw people too, but no one asks me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And my approach to anthropomorphic animals is I don't like putting clothes on them and making them act and behave like human. And not that there's anything wrong with it. Some of my favorite like classic illustrators did that and I have no problem with just like my own thing. So it's important for me to make them move in a way that animals actually move. So that was an extra challenge when you make animals dance like 
my animals make movement that they can actually make. They won't and they don't like to, <laughs> but if they have to, their muscles and joints will work that way. They will move that way. So we were talking about the dabbing owl, a big crowd pleaser. Yes. Owl, owl is the only one of those animals that can actually dab because he has wings. Wings go that direction. If you're an animal that walks on all four, your limbs will only go forward and backwards. They don't go sideways, right? A bird that can fly, I want to say arms, but it's wings, <laughs> uh, go in all directions. So an owl can actually dab. When I started working in the book, dabbing was still a thing. <laughs> <laughs> We're yeah, bringing it back. We That's right. It back. <laughs> Obviously, bunny, it's all hip hop and it's like classic hip hop dancing. And squirrel is a bit more ballroom with a box step. He has a little Latin flair there. So yeah, that was super fun and making the animals actually make those moves and, and not look like it's people with like a head of an animal. It's beautifully done. And that was one of the things Kirsty and I, we were talking about earlier was just the movement. You make it look so flawless and they have so much energy and they're having so much fun. I like want to be part of their gang, just like dancing and being so joyful. So much joy there. And there's a real synergy between the art and the words in this picture book. We have one last question for everyone. We'd like to start with you, Joan. When someone reads this book, what do you hope they feel or learn? I hope they feel like getting up and dancing. You can't read this book without energy. And one of the things I love, too, is that it's high energy and then it winds down so beautifully to that intimate moment at home with Papa. Yes, definitely. Galia, how about you? Same question. When someone reads this book, what do you hope they feel or learn? I hope they feel happy, yes, and want to dance. Also, there's almost a hidden kind of carpe diem message for this book. Just like, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's stuck in your head. Just enjoy it and it will come to you. Yeah, I love that. I love that. What about you, Joe? What do you hope people feel or learn? I hope they feel the same joy that I feel just looking at the illustrations and just taking joy in movement and the song, but also, you know, each of these animals has their own song. They dance to their own beat. And I really like that idea that they are all their individual animals and that they celebrate it. And you can see them feeling so much joy in their own song and that they're not trying to learn anyone else's, but in doing that too, they create this joyful animal parade and they're all dancing to their own beat. That makes me happy. I just think joy. A big thank you to Joe, Galia, and Joan for joining us today and giving us a look into the creative process for Earworm. Check out the show notes to learn more about Joe and Galia and their other fabulous books. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you won't miss an episode and we would love it if you would leave a review. Thanks for listening and happy looking. Picture Book Look is produced by Kirsty Call and Kim Chafee. Music by James Call. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.